Louisiana, Marshall, and Southern Miss. Championship or bust? It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, uh, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Uh, today's episode of Locked On Sunbelt is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. All right. Uh, when I say championship or bust, these are the three teams that have basically been atop of the standings all season long. And I'm one of those guys that come NCAA tournament time and conference tournament, certainly one bid conferences are different than the NCAA tournament. But when, say, Alabama, all right, when you're top, you know, the basic, the polls for most of the season and you don't at least get to the, the Elite Eight, it's been, a, it's been a disappointing season. And I, I would tell you, I would think, and it's going to be tough because there's a, a Seems to be, a, you know, the same teams are atop the polls, right? But if Houston, Purdue, and Alabama don't get to the Final Four, it's been a tough season, all right? Almost a wasted season. Now, winning it is something completely different. You don't know the matchups, uh, injuries, whatever the case is. And plus, there's a good shot you're playing someone who's just as good as you are. So, up until that time. So, again, you, you got to add it to at least the Elite Eight, and in this case... Uh, and I would say in Alabama's case, and we still have, you know, a month or so before uh, the tournament. But if they get, if they don't make the final four, if they're number one seed and they don't make the final four, kind of a little bit of a wasted season, to be honest with you. Doesn't mean you don't enjoy it, but a little bit of a wasted season. Now, here's the thing about, you know, that's different from a one-bid league where it's definitely not a wasted season for two of the three teams, all right? For the Cajuns, it's going to be disappointing. Those are different, I would think. I'm sure the coaches are going to tell me differently. But when it's only one team, and athletic directors understand this, uh, but when it comes to the Raging Cajuns, and they've been to the NCAA tournament one time, that was in 14, the Alfred Payton, Sean Long squad that I happen to be covering, uh, they made a run in uh, the Sunbelt Conference tournament. They weren't a top seed. They had to play at least uh, three ball games. Uh, and got fortunate to win a couple of them at the end. Uh, they have to turn things around, and they probably have a good shot at doing that. Let's be honest. They probably have a good shot at doing this. They do not have the toughest of all schedules down the stretch compared to some other teams. They got three of the four games at home. They do have to go to James Madison. They have not played James Madison yet this year, uh, but they do have a chance to, you know, get their legs underneath them after, you know, a draining and emotional loss to Southern Miss uh, and then got shut down in the second half against Troy. Uh, and they get a, a few days at home. They're playing ULM. They've already beaten ULM uh, at home. They're pesky bunch, although they've lost three in a row. Uh, they go to James Madison. Then they finish up with Arkansas State and South Alabama. Both at home. So three of the four games are at home. I'd be shocked if they didn't win at least three of those four ball games, uh, and would not be surprised if they didn't win all four ball games, which gives them an out and gives them an outside shot of still claiming the number one seed 
I am not going to try and figure out what the tiebreaker is if Southern Miss and the Cajuns finish tied atop the conference. I will wait until later because that stuff makes my head hurt. So they split the season series. So I'm not figuring out what the tiebreaker is just yet. I'll worry about that uh, later. Uh, South Alabama will be interesting because they're playing better. They've won five out of six. They gave the Cajuns all they could want, and they were without Mr. Double-Double. Kevin Samuel didn't even play in the ball game because he was a little banged up. Uh, Marshall Kearing had a big ball game, and for whatever reason, uh, the Cajuns couldn't run away and hide. And, you know, South Alabama gave them a, a good ball game uh, throughout kind of a, a win and move on for Bob Marlin's crew. I would be surprised if South Alabama wins that ball game in Lafayette, but nonetheless, there was a tough ball game in Mobile. All right, so uh, again, I think Bob Marlin's fighting for a job. I think he does, you know, he did not get a contract extension yet. This was supposed to be the team, even. Uh, Coach Marlin admitted at, at uh, Sunbelt Media Days uh, in New Orleans that, you know, people were picking us. He, he was referring to it, picking us uh, because we got the most guys coming back. And uh, so he's like, we don't know. You know, everybody doesn't know because all of the transfers coming in, you know, Southern Miss and, you know, Marshall and so forth. Uh, but to tell you how much the preseason means or those preseason picks, all right, so Louisiana was picked number one. No surprise. They're, they've been up there all season long. They're number two now. Uh, Texas State was number two. They are 11th in the conference. And they're the defending regular season champs. They're number two. They are 11th in the conference right now. And South Alabama was picked third. They're right above Texas State. They're uh, 10th in the conference. And, and uh, Southern Miss... Who, uh, who is first in the conference, was picked 13th. So the preseason poll doesn't mean anything. Obviously, Southern Miss and Marshall have well exceeded expectations. Marshall was picked in the middle of the pack. Having said all that, I would think that the Cajuns are, again, they always have this rivalry with Georgia State, who is, you know, they, they've taken a little bit of a, of a step back. And so it was always Georgia State going, and the Cajuns couldn't get past Georgia State. And one year, Jonathan Stove got hurt, and they got beat by UTA. And actually, wouldn't you know it, Scott Cross didn't win it that year, and he got fired. That's how he's ended up in Troy. UTA didn't win it, and they'd had enough of winning 20 ball games and not getting to the tournament when it's, it's really, really tough when it's a one-bid league. So I would think all the pressure is on – uh, Louisiana to get this done. So yes, it is championship or bust to get the Cajuns into the NCAA tournament. The other two, I think are different. All right. And I think one, even, even the two uh, Marshall and Southern Miss are different in what's going on with the program. All right. And we will get into that right after this. I tell you all about, Fan duel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes that are hit. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to fanduel.com slash locked on, that's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more 
Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of uh, the NBA. Okay, so when I say championship or bust, it's championship or bust for the Cajuns. They, they're, they're in it to win it, all right? Not that the other teams aren't, but, and I, I would think it would, I don't think it would happen, but I guess I wouldn't be totally shocked if the Cajuns don't get to the NCAA tournament if they make a change, all right? I don't think they should. I like Bob Marlin. I think he's a really good coach, but he hasn't been back to the NCAA tournament in a decade. All right. Uh, the other two, Dan D'Antoni is Marshall. Uh, Jay Ladner, I think he's working on a contract extension. He's in year number four. The thing is with Jay, he took over in 2020, COVID year. And so it's just been, yeah. I mean, everything has changed from the COVID year was incredible. Then you got uh, transfer portal and NIL coming in uh, and is, you know, tiebreakers make my head hurt. You got to believe, you know, all of that is making the coaches' heads hurt. So uh, you can understand that, you know, it has not quite gone the way that Southern Miss had hoped for up until this point. Now, they're like having like the best turnaround maybe, you know, in in college basketball, maybe history. Southern Miss has 23 wins heading into the game against South Alabama on Thursday here in Mobile, and they had 26 losses last year. They were 7-26 and 26 last season. I'm not even sure how Jay Ladner held on to his job for last year. 26 losses. But now... They're 23 and four coming off a, um, a huge win against the Cajuns last Thursday. Did they beat, I was going to say ULM, but, oh, they did. They beat ULM. All right. A pesky ULM team. They were actually down at half. So I was going to say ULM and it ends up being ULM. Uh, right. They had like 8,000 in the stands against the Cajuns, right? Like they're, you know, I'm not sure they had broken the 5,000 mark yet uh, this season. And they, you know, broke six, broke five, six, seven, and eight, almost 8,100, I believe, against the Raging Cajuns. Uh, and then they had like another 45 or 5,000 against ULM in what was uh, a bad weather day. I don't think it was dangerous. I just think it was, you know, kind of crappy and cold out and rainy and wet uh, as well. So people could just, you know, watch it uh, if they're streaming. So, uh, they didn't draw quite as much, but still pretty good, or especially what Southern Miss had been. So uh, this is a huge season for Jay Ladner and Southern Miss. Uh, don't make any mistake about it. They'll be just as disappointed if they don't get to the NSA tournament. Uh, you know, I mean, if it's Southern Miss and the Cajuns or Southern Miss and Marshall or Marshall and uh, the Cajuns, whatever, everyone's going to be disappointed if they don't make it. All right. South Alabama is going to be disappointed if they don't make it. Arkansas State's going to be disappointed if they don't make it. If you don't make it, you're disappointed. All right. However, what Southern Miss has done uh, and now into the uh, Sun Belt, uh, turning the program around, you know, they can t- take a sigh, take a deep breath. They can look around. They could say, can you imagine if we can get five to 6,000 in this building? Every day. Is it going to matter if they go to the NCAA tournament and lose one game? 
not that they couldn't win a ball game. They could certainly go into the NCAA tournament and win a ball game. It'd be nice if, you know, maybe, you know, the Sun Belt wasn't a 15 or 16 seed or had to play a play-in game or something along those lines, right? I mean, technically, Southern Miss could be where they got four games left uh, and then win three. They could definitely be 30 and four as a Sun Belt champion. You'd hope they'd avoid, you know, the 15 or 16 or the playing seed, right? Like, give you know, they could be a 13 or 12 seed even. Give them, you know, they'd be ripe to pull off an upset uh, 5-12 in the NCAA tournament. Uh, and so, uh, but because, you know, of where the program was, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, you'd have a lot of excitement now. And people are going to remember, you know, what happened, you know, when they're buying season tickets the next year. Um, but also... You know, fans are not necessarily level-headed, but Southern Miss has a, you know, this rich tradition uh, that is, you know, they, they're maybe because Ole Miss and Mississippi State have not had the championship pedigree as the Alabamas and the Auburns and Southern Miss has, uh, not necessarily in basketball, but been really good in football. I've actually been good in basketball, right? Scott Watkins went over all those plus 20 win seasons that they had well, uh, when he came on last week and you know, it, you just only one can go. So I just think that what Jay Ladner has done is, you know, really impressive. I mean, obviously, I mean, depending on how it happens, they'll be devastated if they don't go to the NSA tournament. The one thing I've noticed about players, um, although they are devastated in the moment, um, athletes understand better than us fans. Right. That losing is part of it. All right. We have we really have no idea what student athletes put into it or the professional athletes put into it. And, you know, how much sacrifice they're away from their families. Right. If it's the NFL or the NBA, maybe on Christmas. I know they're well paid, but, you know, they are making sacrifices, uh, you know, basically to entertain us. And, you know, we never quite understand what it is they understand that as much fun as winning is and as painful as losing is, they know one team wins and one team loses. So I would think that Southern Miss has got to be absolutely thrilled on how the season has gone and turning things around. And you compare that to uh, the Cajuns who are expected to do this. Southern Miss wasn't. Whereas Marshall, we'll talk about Marshall now. They were in the middle of the pack. But they had lost 21 ball games last year. So Southern Miss had lost 26. Marshall lost 21. They've already won 21 ball games. It's an amazing turnaround. And Dan D'Antoni is building something uh, heading in the right direction in Huntington, West Virginia. Whereas, again, maybe we can, you know, take a deep breath. Let's see what Marshall was here. Um, the last couple of years, because we saw what um, Southern Miss was. Let's see. Again, Marshall was 12 and 21 last season, 20 and 21. So that's the year. That's really what the COVID year was. All right. Uh, they were 15 and seven. Uh, and then. 20 is when COVID shut it down. They were, they actually finished really strong winning. Let's see here. Five of six and a seven of nine ball games. 
Uh, they finished 15 uh, and seven. And then the, the conference tournament was, uh, they won one ball game in the conference tournament. And then the rest of the season was canceled. So they've been okay, you know, for the last uh, handful of years. Let's see what they did in, in 18 and 19. Then went to the CIT. You know, they won 19 and you know, 19 and 14. You know, so they, they have not been that bad. Uh, but obviously last season was not great. So, um, you know, it is different for each one of uh, these teams uh, between the Cajuns, who are expected to be there, Southern Miss was absolutely no one thought in their wildest dreams. I'm not even sure Southern Miss thought they were going to be this good. I'm trying to get Jay Ladner on the show to see, you know, when did you realize the team was going to be good? I mean, was there a game that you played that thought we got something here? You know, when did it click to you? I mean, I know coaches, you know, I know coaches always want to believe, right? They always, well, I always think we're good. I mean, they started out, you know, oh, well, they beat Vanderbilt. That's a good win. Right, that's a, a power five win. Um, God, I mean, they won. They started out the season uh, what three, six, eight, and one, eleven and one. They lost to UNLV. They beat Troy and App State. You know, I would like to know what what game it was. I mean, they beat Vanderbilt in the second game of the season. So that's a nice way. Maybe you realized it right away. It's like, you know, you never quite know in practice, and then. You play a couple of ball games and you're like, oh, we're pretty good, right? Uh, and um, they bounced back well after losses to Louisiana and to Marshall and haven't lost since. <laughs> They've won nine in a row. So uh, it is going to be it's going to be a great tournament. Hope to be down there. All right. I did that again. Uh, hope to be in Pensacola for the tournament uh, to check out all the games and to give you my takes uh, from uh, Pensacola. Uh, plus, maybe we pick up some good bourbon in Florida. A little bit easier to obtain uh, in that state than it is in this state. All right. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Thanks so much for subscribing. We are starting to pick up some steam. Uh, we do have to get into the baseball. Uh, that's getting underway uh, this weekend. Softball's already underway. Uh, looking forward to covering it all. And again, we only have two more weeks. Uh, of college basketball's regular season. We will preview the matchups. Uh, Georgia Southern's got a brutal weekend with games against, I think, was it Marshall and Southern Miss? Uh, Southern Miss is coming to Mobile on Thursday. Uh, and, you know, can South Alabama stay hot? They've won five out, out of six. So, and I think they got like a four-game homestand going on. So, uh, they're in... Uh, uh, they got a shot to make a little bit of a run uh, as well. All right. Again, I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thanks very much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.